me tell you about Anchor by Spotify, which is the easiest way to make a podcast and the app that I use to make this podcast, Five Blue Firefighter. It's everything you need all in one place. First, Anchor has all the tools to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. If you host off Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple, and many others. Everything you need all in one place. And best of all, it's totally free. If you're interested in starting your own podcast, download Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. My name is Nick Higgins, firefighter and author of the Five Tool Firefighter book. Each week, we bring you an inspiring message or person to help you become the best version of yourself you could be. This journey is for the long haul, not the short. Now let's start our journey to becoming the best version of ourselves we could be. Welcome to another episode of the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. Today's episode, we're talking about building construction once again. We've already been on a few episodes talking about type one, type two, another episode getting into type three. Today, type four, heavy timber construction, also known as mill construction. And like I've said in the first two, this is not to talk about the construction completely, but to really talk about how these these types of construction impact our decision-making on the fire ground and what happens under fire conditions to these types of construction. But we really got to talk about this a little bit with mill construction. It's still around. You know, a lot of people have been saying mill construction isn't around as much anymore because of the, the way construction's going, but you can still find them in your in, in certain areas throughout the country. So it's still there. You just have to look out for it and understand the construction to be able to identify it. Not just on a good day where the sun's shining and the flowers are blooming, but on a day where the smoke is coming out of it and at night when it's dark. But anyway, to get into it, heavy timber construction, mill construction. What is it? What first off, what is it? But this is referring to a type of construction that averages around six to seven stories in height. It's built of block, brick, stone on the exterior. The interior, however, is constructed with large wooden timber. Kind of goes in line with how type three was constructed with brick and joist. Type four kind of has that similar concept. The outside is brick block, inside is wood. This is heavy timber. The reason it's considered mill, and heavy timber, why is it called mill construction? It's due to the wooden columns, normally built around eight by eight diameter beams, roof girders built six by 10 diameter beams. Floorboards are normally three inches in thickness, 12 inch wide. With the roof at the same time is mostly Commonly associated with type of construction is timber truss roof design. It's constructed top and, cord, top and bottom cords, four by six diameter, and the truss webbing having smaller diameter beams resulting in a virtually strong structure. It's a pretty thick building. Looking at those numbers, that's a lot of numbers to digest. It's written in the 5 tool firefighter in chapter three, firematics. But what we need to understand, firefighters really need to know is the type of construction has a lack of void space. This type of construction, lack of void space prior to renovations, the original build has really no void spaces. Because of that, 
because of the lack of void spaces prior to any renov any renovations, and I'm going to say that again, keep that in mind, prior to, this provides great resilience to fire in the early stage. Provides great resilient, resilience to fire prior to renovations in the early stages of fire and proves to slow down fire spread due to the mass of the lumber. Now I gave you those diameters. Eight by eight diameter beams, roof girders, six by 10, floorboards, three inches in thickness, 12 inches wide with the top and bottom cords of the truss four by six of the truss roof. Thinking about that alone, how thick that is, how long it'll take wood, wood to really ignite, to really start failing in the early stages of fire. But it doesn't always stay true. It doesn't stay true as the fire grows, as we know. As the fire grows, it's going to start impeding on the heavy timber. It can only stay up for so long. And that's the one thing that you could look at with heavy timber construction is the fact that you're dealing with thick, thick wood. Very thick wood on the inside of that structure. Before renovation, if any, there's really no, no void space. Wide open. Is helping keep that fire low. But as the fire starts growing, it will impact the interior. It will impact the large lumber. But the other thing that it's going to do, let's not even talk about the heavy fire. Let's think about that lumber for a second. The, heavy, the, the, the real high numbers, the real thickness. What is that also going to do? Since you have virtually no void spaces, tons, heavy, heavy lumber in this building, and a very and fire spread is very low. The lumber, it, it's going to produce something else. It's going to produce that hot, heavy, it's also going to produce high heat. High heat. And that is key to understand. Well, high heat on ordinary wood, untreated wood. But also think about what's going to happen. You're going to have wooden floors. So you're obviously going to coat those in an oil, a nice detailed finish, nice stain on there. The walls, the ceilings lined with cork for acoustic purposes. Why are you going to put cork inside? Well, if there's no void space, it's wide open building. You need something to muffle the sound. So you're not having so much sound bouncing around that building. It's going to absorb the sound. They do those in music studios and in different areas where you need to absorb it in silent rooms. You need to hear the music and not have a lot of echoing throughout. You can absorb it with cork. But because of that, trying to reduce the acoustic purposes in the room, keep it at bay, more subtle on the ears, subtle on the eyes with the finished woods, 
What's that doing? The already amount of heat that the wood is giving off due to the heavy lumber. Now you're adding cork. Finish finishes on the wood. You're increasing the high heat and fire load to this structure. But that's not all that you have to understand with, with mill construction under fire conditions. High heat, heavy fire, potential heavy fire depending on where it is, the location, the spire, how long the fire is going to take to spread. But you're also going to think about the furnishings and everything else that's in this structure. Like we said, it's not just what the structure is going to do. It's also what the, what the tenants are going to put in or the owner is going to put into the structure. The furniture, all the plastics, the kitchens, all them other appliances that you want to say and additions are going to put a lot of strain on firefighters because the fire is going to have is going to spread the heat is going to be elevated it's already you're already at a disadvantage because of the type the, the size of the wood and the open floor plan and the and the finished wood and the cork you're already walking into a, a hot box but now you're walking you're adding more with all the furnishings And it's going to put a strain on firefighters to reduce the spread or keep it at bay. It's, it takes a lot more. So it doesn't just – just understanding the construction, understanding what the structure is made of, and then thinking about what's in the structure, the livable areas, everything else that's in the structure. And then think about your manpower, your workload plays a part into your strategies and tactics, into how you're going to attack this fire. And the other thing you have to understand about mill construction, it's all in a nutshell. The size and magnitude of these structures is the other piece. Like I said, they could go seven to six, seven stories. Because of that, there's what else to collapse. And a collapse zone should always be considered for these type, for these structures. You pull it up, a collapse zone should be considered on all four sides. Not just the front, not just the side where the fire is, but all four sides. And considering should one side fall, another a secondary collapse could happen as well. But interior, because remember, you have you have truss roof. So if you have that, that alone tells you alone. Tells you there is potential for collapses. And I say that because there could be an initial collapse of one side and a secondary collapse of another. It's fair game at that point with the, the heavy timber weakening due to the high heat, the heavy fire, the furnishings in there, the amount of heat that's given off, the energy that's pulling, that's coming on to the firefighters going in, making cuts. Adding live loads in there, firefighters. Putting water. The potential is there for a collapse. And that's how I talk about that. That building construction in the five-tool firefighter. I make it simple. I keep it just where you're going to understand. You just need to know the basics. This is not the book to know every single thing you need to know about building construction at all. 
This is the area where it's telling you a little bit of it, telling you the key components to understanding building construction, operating on a fire ground in a very, very condensed area, fence way. But that's all I have on, on this, on, on mill construction, heavy timber, type four construction, high heat, heavy fire, heavy timber, wood, treated wood with cork and furnishings. Attack the fire, attack it smart. And keep your eyes open. So if you want to read more, you can get the Five Tool Firefighter book on Amazon in paperback and ebook at thefirehousetribune.com slash shop. Paperback only. I sign those. I send them out. They come directly from me. You can also check out the Five Tool Firefighter podcast. Subscribe to it. Firehousetribune.com. You can check out all the articles I write, all the articles the other guys write, Tom, Nick, everybody else on there. The stuff we write on everything and anything fire service life related. Check us out on the YouTube channel, our monthly kitchen table web series, where we talk about everything and everything fire-related in a very unscripted way. But also, if you want to keep getting better, also check out our friends Origin Maine, OriginUSA.com, for 10% off any product, Jocko products, Origin Maine products, supplements, fitness apparel, fitness gear, lifestyle apparel, boots, clothes, pants, does not matter. What they got, all sourced in America. Made in America, no compromise, 10% off with the promo code FHTribune. Our new partners, our new friends, Frontline Optics. I wear their glasses, Nano Ghost. I also am getting some other pairs coming in as well. First responder-based company running out of California, making some sick shades for the fire service, for the for police, for EMS, for whoever you are. Don't even have to be part of the fire service. Be part of the first responder community all the way to these shades there. Polarized. They go with just about every single thing you want to wear. They're great for working out, being outside, enjoying the sun, being on duty. Doesn't matter. They're durable. And you know what? They're owned by a first responder. If you want a pair of those, go on their website. Click on the link on my website and use 10% off FH Tribune again. Get 10% off shades. I'll be posting more on that on Instagram, so look out for that. And check out my brother, Steve Green. The Five Alarm Task Force. He has his podcast, but he also has a foundation where he raises money for firefighters, other first responders in their time of need. And he donates money from the webinars, from from their sale, from T-shirt sales, from monthly donations to help first responders in their time of need. So check it out. It's all on firestribune.com. It's on our Instagram page, on our link tree. Click on it. It's all this stuff in there, but all this will be put in the show notes of the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. So check it out. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Get a copy of the book. Reach out to me if you have any questions, anything you want to say. I'm always open to hear it. DM me on Instagram. where I'm mostly at. And until next time, work hard, stay safe, and live inspired. today's episode of the five tool firefighter podcast if you like what you heard and you want to hear more please subscribe to our podcast on apple spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts also please leave us a rating and don't forget to pick up the book the five tool firefighter available on amazon at the firehousetribune.com 
Till next time, work hard, stay safe, and live inspired.